stuff. It's episode number 43 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. You found the show where I talk to the creators of Certified and Bonafide. Good stuff for kids and families. On today's show, it's a double whammy. That's right, a two for one. Buy one, get one free. Or get two free, I guess probably makes more sense for this podcast. I talked to Mr. Seth. Mr. Seth makes incredible videos for kids and families to watch and listen to. A lot of classic songs in there, plus some originals. I really appreciated talking to Mr. Seth. He actually turned the tables on me. Be sure to check that out. I also play part of an interview, sort of like a dual interview, with Chloe from Chloe's Friendship Circle. We talked about a lot of different kinds of fashion things, and for those that know me well, they know that sometimes fashion is not necessarily at the top of the list of things I'm thinking about. Chloe did answer some very, very important fashion questions that really set my mind at ease. In case you were wondering, they do have to do with cargo shorts and Crocs, two of my staples. Maybe not the Crocs all the time. But look, I'm a Croc defender, and I will be for as long as it takes to turn people's minds about the glory that comes with wearing Crocs. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. You can find everything you need for the Good Stuff Kids podcast at www.goodstuffpod.com. That's www.goodstuffpod.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for liking. Thanks for rating. Thanks for reviewing. Thanks for doing all the things that people do when they like something in this day and age. Enjoy Mr. Seth and Chloe from Chloe's Friendship Circle. Like to welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast, Mr. Seth. What's happening, hey. Mr. What's happening, Mr. Seth? Um, not a lot right now, but things are good. <laughs> things are good. You are uh, you're on the you're on the East Coast. Where are you located? I'm actually in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Okay, so yeah. you are three hours ahead of where I am right now, and right now it's 7:20 p.m. So it's 10:20 ah. p.m. where you are. Yeah. So this is uh, this is nothing for me. But thanks for staying up late to to hang out. Absolutely. Yeah. So you are a kids musician in addition right. to being a teacher, which we talked about just a little bit ago. Um, so what draws you to, you know, kids music or working with kids? So it's kind of twofold, right? Because you're, you're a teacher and you work with one-year-olds, but you're also doing kids music. So what, what is the draw? What is it that compels you to do this? Well, for teaching, a lot of it is just the earnestness just how much they love what they love and how excited they get, just whether it's, you know, somebody they love coming to the classroom or uh, a cracker. <laughs> like, <Right>. anything, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, youth, anything like they're, they just love what they love and they love it so much, so deeply. And there's not all that, all that cynicism that's there and jadedness that you get when you get older. Mm-hmm. Like us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whereas uh, the music, it's... I've always loved a lot of the children's entertainment. Like, I have a lot of fond memories of things like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Sesame Street, uh, the Berenstain Bears books, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And... Um, honestly, the, the way I found out about your podcast was your interview you did with Casper Baby Pants, mm-hmm. which is a big fan of his stuff. I played in my classroom a lot, um, but I was a big fan of his back when uh, presidents were starting to get more well-known. Yeah. And then when I thought he did children's music, I was like, whoa, that's great. Yeah. Um, when I first, one of the parents at a, one of the centers I was working in brought in 
one of his albums and I put it on and realized who it was and I got excited about that but then it felt like a really good Sesame Street episode uh-huh. like so many of his songs were like little segments from the show like a cartoon and then an episode with the Muppets and then you know and I was like I could I could do this uh-huh. I, you know, I worked with kids for quite a while when I first uh, heard about uh, heard his music um, and I'd been thinking about doing children's stuff, like more children's music, and and that convinced me to start my YouTube channel and mm-hmm. start thinking about it and trying to write my own songs, and mm-hmm. I think it's working out pretty well. Yeah, definitely. So your YouTube channel is filled with videos, um, and the, there's one, and we'll we'll get to we'll get a little more in depth on that. But the one thing that really is hard not to notice is that in every video, no matter what shirt you're wearing, you're wearing a bow tie. So yes. how does the bow tie fit into, into the Mr. Seth persona? How did that happen? Well, it's kind of a thing like in when uh, Blue's Clueless, when it's, it's changed from Steve to Joe, I was disappointed that I didn't get a chance to get in there and, and try to be a host because I would love to, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to be a host of a show like that or be on something like Sesame Street or Mr. Rogers or Pee Wee's Playhouse or something like that. And for so many of the the children's show characters that I like, they all kind of have a uniform, you know, something consistent. And that's where, like, the, the collared shirt with the bow tie mm-hmm. came in for me. And then also, part of that is I'm a big fan of Doctor Who. I grew up watching it with my dad on PBS. Uh-huh. And one of the, the more current doctors had a bow tie, and that kind of helped me and it helped me decide on that for, uh-huh. for so have the you, uniform. The have you watched all 8 million seasons of Doctor Who? I've seen a good portion of them. I don't know. I do not think I've seen all the original series, but I've uh-huh. seen all the, the current ones. Uh-huh. Wow. So you, um, on your channel, you, you, it's like nice. It's like short, like minute and a half, two minute songs. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so how do you choose what you're singing? Like what's the, you know, I guess the percentage of original stuff versus covers, I guess, or, or uh, sort of traditional kids music. Well, it's it's anything really that either interests me or it's something that the kids that I'm teaching at that moment are really into. Like some of the original stuff, um, I have a song called Ballad of a Toddler Day uh-huh. that all those words were words that the kids I was teaching at the time could say. And I wrote the song to try to get them to, to sing with me. I mean, they weren't really singing, but they'd repeat words yeah. as I was singing them and that that was pretty cool, I thought, you know? Yeah. Because you know, don't usually get to sing a right. lot. Right, So, like, what are some of the words from the song that, that the kids uh, are saying? Like, uh, let me think. Uh, Dada uh-huh. It's first part. Um, banana. Bus. Yeah. Uh-oh. Like, things uh-huh. like that. Yeah, ball. Ball's probably a big one yeah. in there, too. Yeah. Nice. So, how does, uh, how does music and... Do you use music in your classroom? Like, are you bringing in your guitar and having, like circle time or are they a a bit young for that i do have a guitar in the classroom um and they like i'll play it for a while but then pretty soon uh one of the kids or several of the kids come over and like mute the strings with their hand but i let them do that you know like like um and that's part of the reason i started the channel was so i could have music playing that they'd recognize the songs that i'd been singing with them Mm -hmm. um and like I could get up and dance with them, whereas when I'm playing guitar, I can't really move uh-huh. around with them a lot and stuff. But um, the guitar I have in my classroom um, has been sanded down, and the kids can paint it and use color crayons on it and oh, markers. Wow. 
there's stickers all over the back. Like, uh-huh. I think I can think of, like, colored glue, just decorated and redecorated, and it's kind of a work in progress. So, can you still play it, even though it's got all oh, that? Yeah. yeah? And, yeah. and do you, uh, so, like, every year or so, do you, like, clean it off and start over, or is it just, like, an accumulating project? It's just, it's getting layers upon layers. Some of it's peeled away, but it's mostly just, oh my gosh, just layers well, upon layers. Would you, uh, would you take a picture of that so we can, so we can post that along with, uh, sure. along with this? Cause I think that's, that's fairly, fairly unique kind of thing that you got going there and you, you don't <laughs> mind. You can be like, kids, you do whatever you want with that. Yeah, actually it started, um, one of the, one of my bosses, I brought up the idea and they were like, well, we'll buy a guitar for you. So. Uh-huh. It wasn't out of my pocket. Yeah, right. Well, that's, I mean, it's, that's, that makes it even better. It's even yeah. better, right? So it doesn't stand tuned that well, but it, it works. It for, does the trick, and it's it's cool. They they feel like it's uh, something that's tangible that they can actually reach out and touch. Like it gives the kids a little bit of ownership, right? Like right. Because a lot of times when you go into, so I did kids' music too. You know, like in the classroom, and it's really. It's like this balance because you want the kids to have the hands-on experience of like touching the instrument, you know, playing around, like feeling what the strings feel like and yelling mm-hmm. into the, you know, the sound hole to see what that's like. But at the same time, you're like, well, you know, this is kind of sharp and this is my thing and like it's like moderately right. expensive. But I think to give them the, the real hands-on is uh, it's lowering a barrier. Do you feel like that's the case? Yeah, it, it, it demystifies it in some way. Uh-huh. Like, like. I'll often um, push down the strings and have the kids strum it. Mm-hmm. Like when I do do concerts in classrooms and you know bear other ages and things, I'll end the concert by letting each kid strum it for a little bit, and uh-huh. so they can touch it and they can see. Because that's really what kids want to do is they want to touch it. They want to make noise themselves. Right. You know. Right. So what's a Mr. Seth concert like? Um, I play a lot more like classics, like Wheels on the Bus, and if you're happy and you know it, kids yeah. love those. Yeah. I have a um a compilation song where it's Baba Ba Black Sheep, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and the ABCs. Yeah. Um, A lot of stuff like that. I'll I'll put in some of my more active original songs occasionally, Uh but uh, mostly stuff they recognize. Yeah. Awesome. Um, So I just heard a a food song, right? I I was just watching, I think, your latest video. What was your latest video that you just put up? Uh, I think it was called um, Good Eats. Good Eats, yeah. And I was like, yep. oh, that is some Good Eats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, was the, what was the inspiration for that one? That one, I was just, when I'm, when I'm working, I'll often start thinking about song lyrics or just saying silly words or something. And that started with just uh, rhyming some foods. And I was like, hey, there's a song there. Yeah, totally. And I threw in some, some, some geeky references. I don't know if everybody catches on. I mean, like, I talk about green eggs and ham, and uh-huh. I make a reference to some Monty Python stuff. And oh, like, I did not catch that. Oh, awesome. <laughs> nice. Um, so are you, are, is most of your music on YouTube? Or are there other ways to, to hear what you're doing? Um, it's it's all on YouTube. Everything that I have available right now is on YouTube. But I also have a Bandcamp page, uh-huh. which is just low quality <laughs> downloads of the the audio from the YouTube. Oh, okay. Videos. Okay. Are you any plans to like get in the studio, record an album? I'm hoping to this next year. If a couple things work out, I'm planning to make a, an album of original stuff. Uh huh. Hopefully, but uh, that's if they work out. We'll see. Yeah, well, the, uh, uh, power to you. It's not easy, right? And you're trying to make it work, working full time and doing music. And 
So how, how often are you putting a new video up? Uh, for a while there, I was doing it once a month. I'm still trying to stick with that, but I tend to fall behind with other things going on. Yeah, sure, sure. Are you, um, so what are some of your influences outside of like the Casper Baby Pants, Chris Ballou, Presidents kind of um, I let, Like I said, Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers, all the classic children's shows and yeah. things. Uh, other kids stuff like I love Lori Berkner stuff. Yeah, and I was really happy to listen to your interview with her. Yeah, like, that was amazing. I, it was so cool I, to talk to her. I've heard all of your uh, your episodes except I think the last one and a half. Oh, nice. Oh, thank you. Thanks for yeah. that. So it's you. You're the one listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I appreciate that. That means a lot. It's uh, it's um, fun to do and it's great to talk to people and great to get to know people and to feel like I'm helping someone like you who's trying to, to make it happen in this in this genre is um is 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 what I'm it's why I'm doing it. How can people connect with you? How can they find your stuff? Like the link to the YouTube channel, do you have like a Facebook page, all that stuff? I do. Um YouTube it's just youtube.com slash Mr. Seth Songs spelled out Mr. M I S T E R. Um and then it's the same with Facebook.com slash Mr. Seth Songs. That's where I update stuff more often. Like I put pictures and stuff there. And if uh-huh. I have anything coming up, I put it there. And then also Mr. Seth, spelled out, dot bandcamp.com. Dot bandcamp.com. Cool. Well, uh, keep us posted on everything that you're doing. And um, yeah. I'm going to post uh, the, the food video uh, when this comes up okay. so that people can check it out. And I wish you... Nothing but the best as you as you move through this and, and make it happen. Thank you. I do have a question for you. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah. What's yeah, up? You mentioned um, doing music yourself, and I figure you've done the little theme songs for each of your segments. Yeah. Things. Um, is there any other place we can find music you've done? Oh wow. Um, not really. <laughs> that's oh, so that's so funny. Not not yet. Um, I, I've been in bands like my whole you know like college to now life and i've done lots of different music and lots of recordings are like somewhere i think uh i think my friend uh thatcher that was in my my college band shout out to thatcher if you're listening um has like all of our like dat recordings we had like mini discs and it was like a long time ago um but none of it is really available but i am uh gonna have some time off in the next few weeks and part of what i would like to do is try to try my hand at, at doing some recordings so um that's so so now that i said it publicly to you now the pressure's on to to actually oh. have to do it <laughs> well let us know i'd love to hear it all right man i will totally thanks for asking that means a lot that was cool All right, Seth. Have a great night. You too. And thanks for staying up late for me. No problem. All right. Talk to you later. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Chloe. Welcome back to Chloe's Friendship Circle. And now, Mike from Good Stuff Kids is going to interview us. Hi. Hi, Chloe. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you so much for, for contacting me to talk to you. I think you have a great podcast. Me too. <laughs> well, good. How, how how long have you been doing your podcast? One year. One year. Wow. And do you think that it, it has well, a well two half years? Yeah, two half years. Do you take a little break for summer vacation and stuff? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes that sounds good. Did you have a good summer vacation? Yes. Yeah. Did you go anywhere special? Yeah. Where'd you go? 
Boston. Boston? Oh my goodness. I love Boston. Did you have a great time? Yes. Yeah, that's so cool. Did you go to, um, did you go see where Paul Revere rode around the town and all that stuff? Yes. Oh, did you go to Plymouth Rock? Yes. Oh my gosh, you did everything that you should do in Boston. Did you go on a duck tour on one of those buses that also goes in the water? Yes. Oh, was that so fun? Yeah. yeah, that is super fun. I heard from someone that knows you very well that you know a lot about fashion. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Now, I don't know... That's, really... that's, I'm going to be a designer when I grow up. You're going to be a, a fashion designer? Yeah. Whoa, that's awesome. Now, what do you? what is some fashion tips? Do you have any fashion tips for kids who are starting school? Yes. Yeah? What would you suggest? I suggest school colors. Okay. Or you can wear some outfits that really match school if you don't have any school color outfits. Uh-huh. Or you can wear, like, things that show what grade you're going into. Whoa. That's a great or, idea. So what, gra what grade are you, are you going into? What grade are you going into? Second. So you would you would suggest wearing something like a shirt that says I'm in second grade now or something like that? Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, what else do you recommend? I I we you should you can also you should wear sneakers cuz sometimes if you you don't know what classes you're in the half for, so it might be gym and everybody needs sneakers for gym. Mm -hmm. So Try to wear sneakers instead of your flip flops or your or your or or boots or any or any other kind of shoe. Huh? You can only you can only wear you have you have to wear sneakers the first week so you know what we're do so you know what you do. That is very good advice. Let me ask you something. What about if what? I what can you wear Crocs to school? You know what Crocs are? Yes. Can you wear those to school the first week or just sneakers? Just sneakers the first week, and if you start on a different day on the week, you you have to wear until you you get the day before that day, and then you can start wearing whatever you like because that that's the time when you can like. You know what to do. You right. know what to wear for class. Right. Now, what do you think that people should wear suits to school with ties and, and, and jackets and, and dress shoes? Or is that not appropriate for school? Maybe. But I probably wear that on the second week of school. Okay. So, so you, yeah. When you figure out all your classes. Yeah. And which day they're on. Right. So you wouldn't want to wear a suit and tie on a day that you had gym, would you? Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't make a lot of sense. Now, where do you live? Do you live in, in New Jersey, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, it gets very cold in New Jersey, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. Now, as a fashion expert, what are your thoughts on scarves? Do you think scarves are good fashion accessories? Yeah. Okay. If, if it's like the winter time, but if you're like 
you have to dress fancy for something, you can wear scarves. Oof. Okay. Or if you don't have your feathered bow, a feather boa, and they want you to wear one, or you have to be fancy and you want to wear one, and you don't have one, you can wear a scarf. Okay. But you would recommend a fancy boa instead of a scarf, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, now, do you think that we should wear Velcro sneakers or tie sneakers? Tie sneakers. Tie sneakers. Because so, last year in school, my gym teacher said you can't wear Velcro sneakers, so we ha- so, I, so I almost had to take them off, uh-huh. and I didn't have purpose me so we so try wearing sneakers okay um do you do you also have do you know about fashion for dads is that something that you know about um sometimes sometimes i like to put together fashion for my family so i do know a thing or two you do know a thing or two let me ask you this is it okay for dads to have beards Okay. Is it okay for dads to wear cargo shorts? What are cargo shorts? That's a good question. Cargo shorts are shorts that have pockets, but they also have really big pockets on the sides. So they have four or actually six pockets instead of four. Do you know what? Have you ever seen those? Yes. Yeah. Are those okay for dads to wear? Yeah. Okay. Is it okay for dads to wear really, 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 really old t-shirts? No. No? But, but maybe they, dads can like look for new t-shirts or, or they can try to do something to their old t-shirt to make it new again. So if it's like grown out of size, you, they can like try to grow, make it their size again by like if it's too small for them, cut, you can cut it or tuck in the sleeves. Mm-hmm. You can do anything to fix your outfit and make it your size if you grow an outfit and you really like it. Oh, great! This is really good fashion advice. Thank you so much for helping me out with this. I think it it also helped me because I'm a dad and now I know some things that I should and shouldn't wear. But I think it was also really helpful for all the kids who are starting school to know some really good fashion advice like wearing sneakers for the first week and wearing your school colors and having your grade on your clothes. I think that's really great. Thanks, Chloe. You're welcome. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about your podcast? What do you do on your podcast? recipes and every time we make a recipe we we make a we we make it after the podcast to, oh. and then we post it so everybody knows what the finishing touch can look like oh that's such a good idea so you like to cook too yeah wow and you like to talk about music on your podcast too right yeah oh cool what's some of your favorite music I I I do 
I do music cam, so I know a lot about music. So yeah. I guess at, we do all kinds of music at camps. So I know what kind of music. Yeah. Do you play an instrument? But my favorite one is probably going to be ballet, jazz, or tap. Cool. Do you play an instrument? Um. No. No? Okay. I'm trying to learn to do the piano. Oh, piano's a really fun instrument to play. Okay. Chloe, do you have any questions? And, then when, I, oh, and then when I am done learning how to play the piano, I know, try to learn how to play the guitar. The guitar? Whoa! I was not expecting you to say the guitar. That is a cool instrument. Can you talk about your podcast? Sure. You want me to tell you a little bit about mine? Yeah. Okay. Well, I I have a son who is six and a half now, and a daughter who's four and a half, and another daughter who's two and a half. So I have three kids, and I'm always looking for stuff for them to listen to in the car, or things for them to do, or things for them to read, or activities for them to do. And I was having a really, really hard time finding stuff for them. So I thought that maybe... I could try to do something where I spend some time looking for stuff and then talking to the people who make that stuff and then I could turn that into a podcast. So an example of that would be, I think that there should be podcasts for kids and I think that one thing that could be really cool is if there was, oh, I don't know, maybe a second grade girl who knows a lot about fashion who could come on my podcast and tell me about fashion. So that, when I do that, then I find someone like you who has their own podcast and is very, very smart about lots of different things, and I talk to them, and then I put my podcast on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I love talking to people, and I love hearing people's stories, and I love when people are laughing and having a good time. That's really why I love my podcast, and that's what I love to do on my podcast. Getting to know people is fun. It's, and, yeah, it's and, super fun. And, and sometimes if they have like a kid and the kid wants to come on the show too, it's really easy to make friends with the person and the kid too. Yeah, yeah. I wish that one of my kids were here. They're in school now. They would have loved to talk to you. I love that the name of your podcast is Chloe's Friendship Circle. It really tells me that you really, really like to make friends with people. I think it's really, really cool. Do you like Twilight? I like Twilight, Sparkle, Pinkie Pie, Fluttershy, and Rarity. Yeah. What about, um, oh, Rarity's a good one. I like Rarity, too. Do you know some of the, the music, the, the My Little Pony music? Yeah. Yeah, I like that music, too. I watch some My Little Pony. I like Pinkie Pie. I like, what's the one with the apple? Applejack. Oh, I like Applejack. Do you like Applejack or not really? I like her. You like her? Um, okay. Well, Chloe, it was really cool talking to you. I think that you, I think that what you're doing is great. I love your podcast. And I think that you're going to be a great fashion designer one day. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Thanks so much to Chloe and her parents for helping put that together. Thanks to Mr. Seth for reaching out. It was very, very cool to get an email from him asking if I would be interested in talking to him for the show. I was definitely interested. Thanks for listening. Hope everyone has a great rest of your week. Of course, www.goodstuffpod.com has everything you need for your weekend of good stuff. That's right. 43 episodes. Actually, 52 if you count the bonus content. 52 episodes of good stuff to get you through your weekend. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Stuff.